Hello, Red vs. Blue fans. Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Red vs. Blue After Show. We are looking at Season 15, Episodes 9 through 12, and we'll see you after the opening. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Never too late to start over. Yeah, sorry about that live stream issue, but we're here. We're doing the thing. It's great. As you may have noticed, there are two of us tonight. I have the wonderful Mark Donica. And I have the wonderful Katie Cullen. I was expecting you to do the full intro. Yeah, but I wanted to, to just tag you back immediately. Uh, okay. I'm Yann, it's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica, and our group Twitter is ABTV Rooster Team. That's where you can find all of our updates, including a recent update about the return of the Camp Camp After Show, our RTX activities, and more. Head over to our YouTube channel at ABTV Rooster Team. Cue that up. Watch it after this show. Back to you, Katie. And you can follow me all over the social medias at Kiajay. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Um, Megan isn't here tonight. I think she went out to get food. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen her in a little while. <laughs> I think uh, her GPS got controlled by Vic, and as a result, she's being uh, driven all over the gaff when it comes to uh, downtown Los Angeles. Well, I went straight for the murder room reference, but yours is a little nicer. That's um, me, dude. You can, you can follow her on the social medias at the Manguin, T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And like we said at the opening, Red vs. Blue, Season 15, Episodes 9 through 12, Rigged, Battle Scars, Belly of the Beast, and Blue vs. Red. <laughs> I had a really hard time re-watching these episodes today. Oh, I saw. <laughs> yeah. There, I mean... I made a lot of noises on Twitter for those of you who follow me. It's really weird how we got the, the, this collection of episodes, or this whole... This whole season of Red vs. Blue so far has really been an amalgamation of everything. It has. Like, the fact that we're getting the intense story stuff with Project Freelancer, as well as the silly antics of the Reds and Blues and the Blues and Reds, um, and some legitimately <laughs> evil people. And oh. excuse <laughs> excuse my cough, I'm getting over it. I've got lozenges, but I'm making do. But yeah, I mean, they, I, these episodes were nuts. I think this is the first time we've gone into full-on horror movie territory. And I mean, we kind of got a little hint at it with episode seven mm. because LOL dead I can, but this was this was some terrifying serial killer stuff. Yeah, really gross. Um, like, holy cow. Uh, are we going to go beat by beat or are we going to talk about the murder room? <laughs> As let's, you put it. Let, let's knock out Rigged. I don't think sure. a lot happened during that. There were definitely some salient points, but it was just, it was more of a chill episode. I think the biggest part of that is... Uh, Temple sowing distrust of Dylan in Tucker. Yeah. She knew about this. She knew about that. She knew about the mercenary. She didn't tell you anything. Ooh, you can't trust the press. And I'm like, oh, God, hashtag fake news. And this one, uh, everything's melting together, even though I watched them again today. But th this was the one also where we got Doc revealed to be yeah. on all sides. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've known these guys for years. They were the originals, and you're the not originals. Like, what? I mean, we talked about Lina Rama with Joe, the last after show, but they're the ding-dongs, you're the dildos. How does it work? That's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there are knockoff ding-dongs, but I don't know what they're called. Cream-filled cakes, probably. Cream, I mean, there's maybe it's a takeoff of Bimbo? Bimbo did whatever. Either way, that one it just it's one of those red versus blue lines that just stands out. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then there there was also the away mission where everybody goes except and they leave Dylan and yeah. and uh, Jack's behind. They're on a don't need to know basis. Mm -hmm. It's stupid. And we have every most everyone talking with their doubles and Simmons. I'm nothing like him. Oh friend. Well, and here's and here's the thing. Here's something I noticed with um, without going too far into sponsored first territory but 
Um, when Surge and Sarge are talking, they're having a great back and forth. They're having their own Surge Sargeisms back and forth. And then when the idea of an orange one comes up, you're better off without an yeah, orange. Yeah, you're better off without an orange one. And Surge just goes. Surge just stops. Stops completely. Well, when Megan yeah. and I watched episode 10 and we we have the reaction videos up on my youtube channel this one was almost an hour long because i have a lot of feelings <laughs> she predicted that their orange person their griff was killed mm -hmm. somehow and that that's what sent temple and presumably everyone else because presumably everyone's in on it and that's that question answered off the deep end i guess we'll never know <laughs> you should get my first membership yeah, they're free for the first 30 days, you guys. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Plug. Well, no, but also uh, RTX time. If you're not a first member, RTX time is a perfect time to get a first membership. Oh, there's going to be a lot of stuff debuting. So. And Megan's in chat. Hi, feel free to say that pick up the that's, phone because you called it. So. But that's dangerous. She's, I, she's in traffic. I think the... she probably parked at this point. So. <laughs> or traffic on the 405 is just that bad. Mm. Regional humor. Yeah, so we, we had a few salient points in Rigged, but Battle Scars is, I need to stop asking for things. Because what did you I ask for? More wash. Yeah, well, you don't know. <laughs> because I have a character bias, and he was pretty much not in the previous season. I'm like, you know what? I'd love more freelancer stuff. I miss wash. I want more wash. It's like, hey, we have a whole episode. Die with your happiness. Ah! Yeah, well. I hope you learned a lesson about wanting things. Did you yeah. did you tell Joe that you? I mean, I know that, that this stuff was already in the can already, but did you tell Joe that you wanted more wash? Not specifically, remember. no. But okay. it's not something I've been shy about saying mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like everyone knows, <laughs> I have a bias. I don't admit that. That's <laughs> that's fairly common knowledge if you watch any of my red versus blue shows. Yeah. So we have Agent Illinois is his shack basically his, his little his sweet beach retirement shack. shack oh my god yes the dude's living the dream the and the weirdest thing to me he basically found space hawaii mm -hmm. the the weird thing to me is that what what we find out later is despite like cool this is it looking at project freelancer is just a job and looking past that bro was still in his armor like that—that's a little weird. Now, you could—you could he make. He may not have still been in his armor. He may have just had his armor with him, and then when Temple and Company well, came to find him, said, "Suit up, we need you." Oh, maybe that. Maybe. Okay. Because yeah, the I can armor see that. lock technology, I my theory is that it is location specific and only works in that room. And but and he so still had a, needed him. But in he it. had a bottle of rum and was pointing accusingly like, hey, get off my property. Why wouldn't you bring a bottle of rum? I think he was offering a drink. Yeah, like, I guess we'll never know. And either which Because he yeah. did. <laughs> Very dead. Jason Potter in chat says, don't feel bad, Katie. I asked for more Carolina and I got the same thing you did. Well, um, yeah. Sweet, sweet hand-holding. Let's, yeah. And we got, I, the lines that I love for this, and I'm closing live chat to pull up, we're moving off of live chat to pull I'll up my it. notes, because I did a lot of writing for this. <laughs> I wrote, it's never too early to start over again, says Agent Second Chances Washington. Because if anyone's gotten more second chances than he ever deserved, it's that guy. Yeah, he's literally the worst of first chances. 
ever yeah. of all time. He's only alive because the people he was trying to kill showed him mercy and adopted him. Yeah. Like, things could have gone <laughs> so much worse for him. So, hey, I believe in second chances. I believe it's never too late to start over, says the guy who did the thing. He's a freelancer. And has lived it and knows that. He's a freelan freelancer pound puppy. That's what he is. He kind of is. <laughs> Take him home. He's sad and alone and needs hugs. I mean, I, I try to stay away from ships and ship names, but is it really called Car Wash? Yes. That's... Hmm. All right. I'm drawing the line in the sand here. I don't ship it. You can be really good friends with people mm -hmm. and not be romantically entangled. And that is 100% <laughs> what I read this as, is two survivors. Yeah, and, and the hand-holding doesn't necessarily suggest a romantic relationship. Um, it it It's intimacy, and it's intimate, but it's not necessarily romantic intimacy. It's exactly. just, we've, we've been through so much shit together, and we're alive. Let's keep being alive the best way that we can. So. And I love Carolina trying to work through this and being like, I want to be a different person. I went from a dishonorable killing machine to an honorable killing machine. Talking a little later in the episode about can we resolve this without murdering people and then getting stuck in a murder room. <laughs> but She's her, like, I'm going to murder so many people. But 10 months of downtime has done her good, I think. Yeah. I mean, being around those crazy people can change you. Absolutely. Yeah. And just like having some time where there's no big threat on the horizon and you can chill and her trying to learn how to chill and just What yes. is chill? <laughs> Teach me how to chill. I can try. No, you've already failed. <laughs> but yeah, just but uh, the, the, her fighting so hard to get the information out. Be like, we can do this without killing anyone. Mm -hmm. Did so didn't really play their hand too close to the chest when it came to the temple reveal, but at what point? Not necessarily in this episode was it confirmed for you like, ah, damn it, they're evil. Was it I was mean, it the beacon or was it earlier? Lair. Lair, yeah. Well, that's so af so after they find them. So when they so get back to like it. like that was the moment of, okay, yeah, okay, okay, like, yeah. Even, even that for we me, suspected for a while. Oh, sure. We, we both did. <laughs> that was... That was one of those moments where I was hoping it was just him being an idiot um, because he's an idiot. Uh, but that, yeah. I, now, like with the reveal of the, oh, yes, totally evil, you didn't need a layer bit. You didn't need a layer bit. Uh, Rex the X1 says, hello and welcome to the murder room. Did I mention that I'm evil? And for me, that's, that is the ghost face reveal. That is the rip off the mask and chew the scenery monologue. And I usually love ghost face reveals they are usually so much fun in terms of writing and in terms of acting but... like oh god this hurt i usually don't care about scream characters as much as i care about red versus blue <laughs> characters <laughs> but these are freelancers we've never Sc met i watch scream to watch teenagers getting murdered okay i care about sydney <laughs> and that's it and this is like we just put sydney in a murder room bye like what no. What? Hmm. No. All right. No. We had a ghost face reveal and a saw trap, but like a later saw trap when they started making them inescapable. Mm -hmm. And this, this, I kind of want to sink my teeth into this episode because I'm not sure how I feel about it. And I think that's because we don't have the rest of the season. We don't have the whole story yet. Because the way that things are playing out with Tucker being completely willing to believe Temple, even though we just had Felix not, less than a year ago. I mean, not the post, at, at, at the at the point of this particular episode. Well, no, I mean, I I would say that the 
like Carolina going to uh, suggest a peaceful resolution and Temple being so like, no, we got to do it. I That probably was the turning point of or or put the little thing in the back back of his head like temple was trying to be the positive it showed the little devil as well i think then we have the next episode of they went out for food do you really believe that yeah so my my issue with this is either we have a really good xanatos gambit on the part of the our protagonists Mm. going on that we don't have all the pieces for that temple and and company are being played that wash and carolina were able to modify the armor so that it wasn't taken in by the armor lock and they're acting for the sake of being able to get out later and find things like either we have that and there is something more going on beneath the surface or we have two highly trained and extremely paranoid soldiers letting a complete stranger with a weapon at their back not leaving what is a murder room not recognizing the smell of death off the bat like we have a lot of really really bad decisions that don't fit any of these characters. And so I I worry about this. Part of me is like, nah, I'm going to give the show some credit. And the other part of me is like, I know what the production schedule of this show does to this show because it was the same thing as season 12, Felix stabbing Carolina in the leg because we needed it to happen and we didn't have time for a second draft. And I'm worried Mm. that that's kind of where we are with this episode and this setup and that's because we don't have the bigger picture. We don't have the rest of the season. We don't know how it's turning out yet. Well, even right now, we haven't we haven't seen them since. We yeah, just I have, know. We I'm just... going crazy. No, no, no. Jeez. <laughs> so, but as you mentioned, these are two highly capable people who already know how to deal with the technological ins and outs of their armor. So I don't think I don't think for a second that they're still there. I door closed. And they're like, "All right, does anybody still have their armor abilities that we can that we can utilize? Because we gotta take, we gotta rescue everybody and get the hell out of here." And and I figure they're doing recon. I I it, despite the, despite the the implication that Carolina might be quote slipping and going for more more of a peaceful resolution instead of being the badass that we. I can't. Okay, I can't wait to talk about episode thirteen. But the sing, one of the single most badass things that has ever happened in a red versus blue episode. Holy crap! That Carolina does. Anyway, regardless, that aside, sponsor territory. See you in see you in four weeks. But, Tune in next month <laughs> or see you at RTX. We'll probably talk about it then. But Both. um, uh, there's nothing that leads me to believe that she doesn't have a strategy already. I'm like, yeah, that's part <laughs> of what I want to believe. But again, I'm on the other side of we know what the production schedule does to the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's possible that we need these pieces in place and this was all the time that we had for it. Well, it going on- So, I, <laughs> I don't know which one to believe right now, so I'm a little like, okay, how is this going to play out? Well, going to that, that thing, why did the flashback episode have to be two parts? Or however many parts it may be. So, like, it could have been a thing where it's like, let's drag out this... Let's drag out this... Uh, this flashback so that we have so we one make people go crazy about the security of our characters which success yeah it's working (laughs) you did it um and and so like now it's it's a sense of what are we going to see at the red versus blue panel or what are we even going to what are we even going to see on sunday like this next coming sunday for for first members true there's like 
there's there is so much of this show that anything can still happen. And we're at probably the midway point at this point. Given didn't, the, he, didn't he say how many episodes there were? I don't remember. Yeah, but been, we usually yeah. have anywhere between twenty and twenty-four, and we just hit twelve. So we're yeah. we're at the midway point. We're there. I figure we're we're well into Act Two at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Asia in chat says the season is all about playing with expectations and has done so pretty successfully so far. Mm. I'm just on tenterhooks because this is the third time in this series we've had Schrodinger's Walsh, and I'm not sure how much more of this I can take. <laughs> there have been two washes? No. 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 You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> a, real, a real wash and a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> a wash and a dry. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> I have to represent Megan. Hush, I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's 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 move on from the murder room, which, which those of you who follow my Twitter saw my crack about. Um, allow me to show you my murder room is in my notes, and just dear God, and the comment about the record for staying alive is eight days and eleven hours, and I had people point this out to me on Twitter a couple of days after the episode aired, and I believe Malachroma pointed it out in chat a little while ago. Uh, season 8, episode 11, was when the concept of armor lock was introduced into the series. Say, say that last part again. Season 8, episode 11, <sighs> was when the concept of armor lock was first introduced into the series. God, I hate them sometimes. Because that was right after the uh, Epsilon Tex battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Callbacks, and we also have the Laser Team <laughs> 2. Those are just titles, and I don't think that last one exists. Yeah. Like... Joe has no shame, and it's kind of amazing. <laughs> so before I lose my mind, let's move on from the murder room and <laughs> talk a little bit. I really liked Belly of the Beast. I liked getting back to Dylan again. I've missed her. Yo, very much so. Oh, like, she- this this whole, like, it, it was weird going so many episodes without anything. Even just going, ah, yeah, she's here somewhere. This, I thought, was her season. Absolutely. Yeah. So to, to go so long. And yet, and and despite saying that, this one being so heavy on her and Jax, also being so red versus blue. Essentially oh getting an in-story PSA from Sarge doing all of his auditions. Was... I wonder what he meant by pick one. And then it just wound up being all of, all the mo- of them. this insane mashup. And I think I lost it when we went into the Independence Day one. Yeah. And then yeah. just, like, it was incredible. And even Jax just being like, oh, God. Oh, God, I have to keep the charade going. Oh, God. Okay, um, let's try some improv. And, and despite, <laughs> speak, so while, while that's going on, of course, Dylan is, is getting all of her data. And we get the reveal that a lot of people have been pointing out that Vic was, in fact, the AI that she was talking about. Yeah. Uh, so happy. And um, Megan and I talked about this in our reaction, and Malachroma brought it up in chat. How many times do you think that's been the second time that Vic has helped her? Probably like the 15th. Yeah. If he can't remember what time he's on, two is a good medium. And yeah. I'm sure that's been the second time and will continue to be the second time until the season is over. Oh, yeah. I I don't think, even then, I don't think this will be the last of Vic. I think he's he's going to go full crazy and he'll be the villain for season 16. <laughs> Why not? Crazy prediction. I've been I've been crazy this entire show. But we'll talk um, about chewing the scenery. Well, the the fact that it it's 
beyond interesting that the the layers of Bernie keep getting keep getting more Bernie-ception. Uh, yeah, Bernie-ception. Onion or parfait pick. But uh, <laughs> the fact that on the computer Vic goes, "It's me." And then we see, we hear church. We hear the message that they receive. <laughs> but it's also, but if it's Vic, where? how does that work? Bernie also voices Vic. And it, it's just like a weird, What is there another part of Epsilon that was the original Vic? Or it's a dumb AI that yeah. is essentially reskin yourself, or very broken dumb AI, maybe another version of Vic, maybe another something, mm. but... What I figured was that it was essentially a dumb AI given this data and told, make this message. Do this. Be this. Uh, maybe. Or like it's they something just, that they... they managed to get from one of the freelancer bases that they found. Because they did find that freelancer base. I thought it was more than It seemed like more than one. They, they, or at they least multiple mother... caches. That's true. They found the mother of invention. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they found others. Yeah, um, I, I, I've always loved Vic, and and the fact that we get him back has, has been <clears throat> an absolute delight. But the, Sarge isn't dumb enough to see three of his new compatriots holding up Jacks at gunpoint and not thinking that there's something up. Yeah, was it Sarge in that room or was it Serge? No, Sarge doing the auditions. Oh yes. That is, but it was Serge holding up like the three of them. That's true. Jax, tell us where she is right now, and he's he's not that dumb. I think it's an, it's another thing about the the freelancers too. He's not that dumb to not go. Hey, we should probably load up. And we have that bit in episode nine, just that throwaway line about oh, Sarge is already one of us. I mean, he's acclimating well. Mm. So they've kind of adopted him, but yeah, he's he's not an idiot. No, and and if anything, his military tactics will will take over. And Temple is still a dirty blue, so you never trust a dirty blue. This is very true. Mm -hmm. And mm. everyone has blue visors, so there's also that. Yeah, it's just thank goodness for the blue visor switch. Like for the audience, it's just like visual shorthand. Hallelujah. And we we also got speaking of the like going back a little bit. We have uh, Loco being a genius, but still having the same personality traits uh, of being more of a, a babbling idiot as opposed to a regular idiot. I don't think he's a genius. I think he's a savant. Like, okay. He's very, very good at just the one thing mm -hmm. for some reason and then nothing else. Or maybe it's, it's simply Caboose is really strong. He's really smart. Could be. A little bit, a little bit more than... Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah like, I, I really do think that it's just being a mechanical savant, because the flip side of that is, I'll build it, and it'll be great, and you'll be my best friend, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we, we still have that, and we do have someone setting us up the bomb, which, great, great. Throwback. Knew that wasn't a freaking shield generator, called it. <clears throat> uh, Charlotte and Jocelyn in chat, if this was a prototype Blood Gulch, it would make sense if that they would have a Vic as well to be command. This is true. Yeah, they, they had copies of everybody. They had different versions of everybody. And everybody had Doc. Doc gets around. Why not? Bow chicka? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened to Freckles? That's a good point. They, he's guarding the base. That's right. No, he's, he's with Griff still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Think of those conversations. I think we're going to see it. 
I'd be down. No. Well, I I'd mean, be down. We gotta... It's it's predictions territory, but there's no way Griff's not coming back this season. It's, I mean, I guess it, it's kind of a spoiler, but Jeff already confirmed it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Jeff confirmed that Wasn't he did Wasn't he on more. another... <laughs> well, like, he just on a, on a Let's Play, he was like... And it was, like, weeks after... Like the record, the record date was after the leaving episode, and they would have been recording forward. So we're gonna, in one way or another, <clears throat> we're gonna get Griff before the end of the season. Well, and you know, story also dictates that so. too. Yeah. All of it, all of the things. But yeah, let's let's talk about our uh, flashback episode, which blue versus red. Which at this point we can kind of assume is blue versus red part one because that wasn't the whole story. No, that was not the whole story. But it's it's more blood gold shenanigans, but we get to meet their Griff. I mean you say Biff. I mean you say more, but it's still the same. Like I half expected True. to be the um the I like to kiss all the boys. Like I, I expected a version of that monologue to come out of Biff's mouth. Um but it it's also weird the the command for the blue team seems to be the same, but Biff being the opposite of Griff. Um, is more gung ho of being in command. He and he still wants to. He still wants to be discharged, and he's still trying to get discharged and get away. But it's a lot more honorable. And no offense, Griff, but but just some, he's got a reason. Yeah, yeah, he's got a little bit, meh, a little bit more reasonable of a reason. Then again, Griff was drafted and had a sister back home that he raised and needed to take care of. <laughs> I was gonna say then Vanilla Griff before we got the proper story behind him. But yeah, this is true. But, yeah, I, I think the big difference here and the big difference in the, um, wow, I just completely lost that word. Dynamic. Oh. That was it. Is that we have Temple and Biff being lifelong friends. They mm -hmm. grew up together. They went to school together. They enlisted together like they were a team. And Freelancer split them up because that's what you do when you're the counselor and you're an awful human being. Because mm -hmm. I'll bet that that was the counselor doing that. When... D doing teams and yeah, yeah like not yeah, 90 pretty sure it was the well, counselor dude. no yeah no i'm pretty sure because in uh in one of the episode in one of the episodes of uh season 14 wasn't it with all of the interviews of the folks didn't they send all of those files to the counselor i'm pr I, I think so i think so i think I, I remember seeing the counselor in an episode with some like halo one models oh there's so much of the show um, we have 15 seasons of canon. What are we doing with our lives? <laughs> I mean, you know, you remember a lot more than I do, and I've and I went back and uh, watched the at least the the RVBX a little bit more recently, and I'm still just like, when did this happen? It's like a it's like a fever dream at this point. It's like, was I in a high speed chase on a freeway? <laughs> did that happen? When did this occur? I don't know. Well, my leg does hurt. It was from that. That's what it was from. Yeah. But and we, we have Biff wanting to go on, I wrote medical leave, and that's not the correct term, but mm. yeah, medical discharge. Discharge. He wants to go home because he has a very serious girlfriend, and he's well aware that what they're doing is just some bullshit. Yeah. Like, this is the same stuff with the same people. I want to go home. I want to get out of here. And Temple just, I wouldn't do that to you. Don't leave me here alone with these guys. Very like, it's very selfish. Despite, like, extremely selfish yeah. motivations. And and it's... 
It's... <laughs> On one hand, I get it, because Biff is probably the only reason he's managed to stay sane mm -hmm. in this canyon. <laughs> but on the other hand, yeah, he's got a reason to go home and that he needs to go home for this person that he's in a very serious relationship with. And it's not like they're on the front lines fighting the Covenant. No, no. Like, and, and they never... Like, I wonder in terms of... Uh, lining up with the original Blood Gulch story. Well, I mean, God, next episode. I wonder where yeah. this test gulch lines up with with our folks. You know, we did have Doc saying that these guys were the originals. These were the originals, yeah. I know it all. Just kind of. <laughs> I rewatched all of the episodes today, and so it's like they're part of me's like they're fresh, and the other part of me is like I ripped my heart open again. Yeah, <laughs> but then but then you, you have to wonder. How long it? How long it's going to? How long it took for? Uh, like how? How much did uh, the Mother of Invention did Project Freelancer uh, stay in that gulch while still operating that one? Or what? Like now? Now that you've introduced this, like back into the original timeline, it... I would imagine that they had all sorts of different blood gulches and whatnot, mm. and had all sorts of different agents running ops in there because that was the point of the reds and blues to begin with is that they were training for freelancers mm -hmm. and so i would imagine that a lot of that was just stuff that happened off screen we saw some of them in season 14 and admittedly 14 was just a fun way to play around with everyone's au's and it was great but we did see a lot of those other blood gulches a lot of those other red and blue teams mm -hmm. so odds are they had freelancers come in. They were basically there to be in a stalemate until a freelancer came in to do what the heck ever. Mm -hmm. That was the purpose of this entire operation. And it got these subpar soldiers out of general UNSC enlistment where on the front lines they would be cannon fodder at best and lead to team killing and other deaths at worst. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's this horrifying symbiotic relationship that kind of makes sense because... These idiots are less likely to die in a fight against each other than a fight against the Covenant, but that doesn't make anything better. No. Nothing's good in war, you guys. Nothing. What is it good it for? It sucks. They wrote a song about it. Several songs, actually. What uh, is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, take your pick. Um, yeah, like... And I, Megan I, just says, ah, timelines and RVB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're currently in the darkest timeline. Um, and, and that's like... They, they released the book before, like, mucking with everything. Now it's like, oh, we're going to get another Red versus Blue book, probably. Um, but the the thing about, like, I don't want to say that, that this was a skippable episode, but this is so, this is such a familiar episode that it was hard to take in any new information for until, until the last scene. I disagree. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, we got a lot of just fun red and blue shenanigans and surrenders and, oh, the robot's just ahead right now and just all of that usual stuff. But I do think that it was the friendship between Temple and Biff that really laid things for Temple's character. Mm -hmm. Like, we no longer have Biff around. Temple is accusing Carolina of, do, of her doing something specifically to them. And I wonder if we'll ever find out. And Temple is axe crazy for the entire freaking program. So here we're kind of seeing this is the friendship. This is the reason that losing their Griff XP in particular would drive them crazy. Yeah. 
And I, I, I feel like that's not an outlandish prediction. I mean, he's there in the flashbacks. He ain't there now. Something happens. Carolina, Carolina stands d- accused. Mm-hmm. Something happened. Something happened. I, I guess it's one of the it's one of those things of it being a two part episode. And yeah. how much of the story do you leave open? How much do you put? How much do you put in one episode as opposed to the other? Um, so again, once we get full picture it'll, and and the entire season, it'll probably be a little bit more. Yeah. At least for me, this, a little bit more palatable. This is our episode establishing familiarity. This is our base. Okay, we're familiar with the red versus blue shenanigans. We have this, okay, here's our new characters. Here's how the dynamic is different. So mm. we have the stuff we're used to. We have the slight changes. And that sets us up for whatever's going to happen next episode. So I feel like this may not have been the biggest, most dynamic episode ever, but we need it to create a solid base so that the next episode can build on it. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, we're, I mean, we're that, making our scaffolding. That, that's the thing is, if they, eh, I guess, it, it it makes sense. I understand you you establish how these two bases are similar, and then here's this very different thing. Um, but I guess it was the the similar thing that that got me caught up in a same old same old sort of vibe. But possibly, yeah. yeah. Of Malachroma in chat saying, it's a good hit that, hint that Temple was always kind of a short-sighted dick, even after whatever happened to make him murder happy. Yeah, small dick. Um, Yay! So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it. I, I'm, needless to say, excited for the next episode. And, set yeah, of, and next yeah, set of episodes. Yeah, you don't say. throws it. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, this 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 was a solid set of four. Um, this This whole season so far has been really phenomenal and and the team and they probably are but they should be proud of themselves because it's if you haven't if you watch red versus blue like seasons one two three and just fell off this is a like i i said about last season just because it it's everywhere if last season you could pull a couple of shorts and be like that's red versus blue now and then this is the definite no this is red versus blue now this is everything with the exception of serial killer territory, because that's that's new uncharted waters, and I'm terrified. All of the death. Pretty much. Yeah. Have I mean we essentially did death for days. Did you have any other predictions, or can we? Or are we gonna skip them? Because <laughs> like we've been just talking about them throughout the show. I mean, essentially, as far as predictions go, yeah, we can see that Biff is basically living his flashback life on the chopping block because he's not here now. Mm-hmm. We have the, are they really stuck in there or are they not? We just don't know. We're, we're back in Schrodinger's wash territory. Have you trapped them in there or are you trapped in there with them? Mm. For every other freelancer, it's how you've trapped them in there. Yeah, they for did. these two and for, because this is the point where I spool back and be like, I am a huge red versus blue nerd. Um, Wash has Epsilon's memories. Epsilon had all of Alpha's data. That would include the freelancer armor. There's no way he doesn't know his way around that armor. We got that with the disabling and re-enabling of the recovery beacons. So, yeah, it could well be that they were able to disable whatever would have been receptive to armor lock. And, and when I am a huge nerd no, for this show, y'all. But also, <laughs> j- just to put it in another way, when have freelancers ever showed their entire hand? When have they ever gone, this is everything that we're thinking of. Plan accordingly. Like, no, there, there, there's always an extra step. There's a York joke in here somewhere, but well, he's super dead. Yeah. So We, we don't huh. talk about the dead ones because <laughs> they're dead. Get it? Anyway. Except we really are talking about them now, yeah, especially well. York. Shoot. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we bring it back around to dying in pain and agony and... <laughs> and my night ahead. <coughs> oh, friend. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Let's... This would normally be the point where I would segue into iTunes. Um, I checked. There's nothing new. You monsters. <laughs> Dang it. I was going to be like all nice and optimistic, and then you did that. I do. And then you did that. And then I do things. You do. You do things. Anyway, regardless, thank you to everyone who's left a review on iTunes. I know we've been going for like four years at this point. We've been running, ah, three years. We've been running this particular after show for, I want to say, three years. Since season Halfway 13? Halfway through season 13 yeah, was yeah. when we started. Because we're covering eight episodes, co- covering whew, eight episodes in an hour was definitely a thing that occurred. <coughs> but yeah, thank you to everyone who's left a review. If you want to support the show, if you want to keep us in the studio as hosts, the best thing you can do is go on to comment, go on to iTunes. This is not my sign-off. Yeah, we're not signing off yet. We're not there yet. Yeah, we're getting there. Hold on. <laughs> Give us a few. We're Patience almost there. Skywalker. Uh, is to go on to iTunes, search for the podcast, subscribe, leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you leave a review, you do get a shout out on the show. We read those because we adore you. Our producers do check those reviews. They see that, hey, people like this show. Let's keep it going. We do. I'm one of those people. Yes. Yes, he is. And also, if you leave us a high ranking, it helps people find us easier in iTunes chat when they search After Buzz, when they search Red versus Blue, all of that fun stuff. It bumps us up a little more in the uh, search results so people can find the podcast easier. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we bring you a ton of content, and then you guys help <laughs> other people find that content, and it's just this wonderful loop, and we all adore each other. So in lieu of iTunes shoutouts, I'm going to shout out a couple people in chat. Asia246222, Rex the X one the Xehanordo, Malachrome, Alone Wolf 4299 Jay Silver, uh, Jeff2886, Beast Wars fan, Hero75, Megan Salinas, if I'm saying that hey. right. Um, I'm looking for more people. Uh, Caitlin Geddes, Jason Potter, Charlotte and Jocelyn. Someone in chat way back at the beginning did say that this was their first time catching us live. So hello. Um, if you're still in chat, remind us who you are. We love you. Also, that might have been the other chat. <laughs> and that's also very true. Um, it was the other chat. Lego Master 121, Michael Kunde, uh, I, uh, Joseph Saborin. If if I missed you, don't think you're not. Yeah, don't think you're not uh, accounted for. So just this, is, we love talking to the chat during the show. So please, if you're listening to this after the fact, join us live. But you, because we air every four weeks or so, make sure to follow us on Twitter and social medias and all of that stuff, just so that you can know when we're going to be going live. And also, if you put things in the hashtag, we do check the hashtag between shows. We see things. We like doing conversations. It's wonderful. But we are well. We have one more announcement to make, I think, though everyone already knows it. Oh, yeah, sure. We're going to be at RTX, y'all. Hey, yes. um, We have a panel on, I believe, Friday at 2.30. Friday at 2.30. And we know it's concurrent with the Ruby panel. Like, we're (laughs) aware of this fact. If you do want to do the Ruby panel, if you don't want to wait for the sponsor one, we completely understand. But if you want to sneak in for the latter half of our panel, because we also have special guests, yes, um, but that'd also, be super great. But also, if you are not going to RTX, uh, the Ruby panel, we can guarantee you, because we've been there, there will be stuff that they cut off the stream for. If you want an entire stream, watch us instead. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, We confirm that it will be streamed live. So, mm-hmm. yes, that will be a thing. And we've already confirmed Jen Brown. Jen Brown has already confirmed. Voice of Pira Carolina. She's just Everyone. a delight. Um, and I, let's, Shannon McCormick. Let, and we'll we'll confirm Shannon McCormick because he's at the absolute best. 
Um, yes. And yes, and then uh, I'll wait on the last one because I'm I'm about ninety five percent sure. But yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> unless, actually, it's probably already listed on the app. <laughs> Actually, it's not. Oh, no? Good. It's the five of us on the app. Yes. Um, and yes, the five of us, the four people you normally see, and also Stacy, who you normally see when one of the four people is missing. Yeah, our key, She's great. Our key replacement, yeah. Um, and so we're going to be at RTX, and then next week is the return of the Camp Camp After Buzz TV After Show. Uh, it is it is going to be late because Wednesdays have gotten really busy. It's going to be Wednesday at 10 p.m. Uh, we're going to work on a different time for the next After Show, but for next week, it is going to be at 10 p.m. It's going to be myself, Patrick, Stacy, and a new member of the Rooster Team. You're very familiar with this gentleman, Andrew Mena, uh, who is a wonderful human being. If you watch the Samurai Jack After Show, he is going to be a part of that, too. Also, um, something else that's not necessarily Rooster Teeth related, but this is a similar audience. Uh, if you like anime, we're doing a Little Witch Academia show, and that's going to be starting this coming Monday. We don't have a time yet, but uh, follow me on Twitter, MRPDonica, for more information on that. Do you have any more announcements? Yeah, it looks like uh, Jay Silver and Charlotte and Jocelyn were the first-timers in the chat, so hello! Hi, welcome. And Please yes, come that back. is these all of these times are in Pacific time because this is how we live our lives. Except for the two thirty panel, which is in Texas time because that's how we're gonna be living our lives next week. Yeah, central. So that means three two hours. Yeah, three thirty East Coast time and twelve thirty Pacific Coast time. Yes. For all your Because those are the ones that matter. Mountain never gets listed. <laughs> I lived in Mountain Time Zone for years and I can never figure out when T V shows were on. Um and for for those of you wondering, we are gonna be bringing back camp activities for Camp Camp and if these first three have any uh any, any indicator we're gonna have some fun this season so yeah join us for that panel at rtx if you're gonna be there megan and i will also be on the rt reactors panel saturday at noon so that's going to be a blast and a half please join us for both it'll be super fun in the meantime you can follow us on the social medias mark uh, you can follow our group at abtv rooster team that is where you can get all of our updates about where we're going to be at uh, at RTX about all of our shows about any sort of updates and we retweet stuff from our hosts as well so if you're not following any of those people you're weird um, but we're all weird uh, and then you can follow me on my personal Twitter at Mark B. Donica uh, I got a lot of stuff here at After Buzz TV it's mostly wrestling animation and then on the Popcorn Talk Network I host our Star Wars show Jedi Alliance as well as video game movie anatomy which is going under a bit of a transformation so stay tuned it may have a completely new name Katie dang uh, you can follow Megan at the Menguin, T H E M E N G U I N, across multiple social media platforms. She's outside. She is. <laughs> She's not coming in. No. <laughs> and I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias and on YouTube at Kiaje. That is K I A X E T. If you would like to see Megan and I react to most Rooster Teeth content, because that's what we do now, those all live on that uh, YouTube channel. Turn after show is Tuesdays at 8. Um, I keep calling it Red versus Blue, and it's not. Robots in Disguise is uh, Tuesdays at 7. And we have a special Attack on Titan episode this Monday at 8 p.m. We're doing a series summary with two very special guests, so you should tune in for that. I am also a regular on Geek and Sundry's Gather Your Party on Friday nights. This week it's at 7 p.m. Next week is moving to 9.30 because we're all crazy people and it's wonderful. And I'm a co-host on Silver Screams on YouTube, which talks about horror stuff. You should check it out. It is great. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see some of you at RTX, and we'll see the rest of you in four weeks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. No! Nope. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.